Gather round, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, Philip. And I'm your other host, David. Oh, what a glorious day. We're getting back into the swing of things, getting back into the groove of things, David. It is it is wonderful to not make your acquaintance because we've already done that, but to see you again sitting over there fully bronzen and tanned. Gosh, I've missed you, my friend. I've missed you tremendously. I've missed you too. We are back back to the norm. Or yes, whatever the norm is for now, you know, we never know where things things could be tossed up pretty soon with the way the world works in my life at least. But I'm back and I'm uh not as tanned as I want to be, but tanner than I was and that'll I'll take it, you know. It'll I'm missing it. the Spanish lifestyle, the nightlife, the the beach, the weather. Right the now views. it's kind of cold here and it's kind of miserable and we're going into the worst time of year here just ugh. but but i've come back with some special skills and hopefully some new some new things on the horizon so well if that's the case then let's get right into it shall we So you are officially back. Last time we we talked with you, David, you weren't fully back. You were still in Spain. You're with your friends, but you weren't officially back. This is this is the first podcast episode video, depending on what promo you you, you use uh, with the full on uh, encyclopedia, the whole bookcase back there. This is the first one yeah, that is, you are yeah, back. All the things that uh, that. That the viewers of our Instagram would be familiar with are back. Yes. Yeah, so I got to let, let me know, man. What are some of the highlights? What are some of the lowlights? Uh, obviously, you <sighs> said you missed it. So there had to be a tremendous amount of highlights. The highlights, uh, I mean, like I made some cool friends. My classes went from nine till three and I would I would usually be on the beach by four every afternoon during the week. For and you, then that's during the weekend, there were options, either beach or something else. Sorry, say again. For you, that's got to be Nirvana. Being on the beach was every very, day, very nice. 4 p.m. Yeah, my goodness. Unfortunately, the sun is. That's why I'm not as tan, probably as I, I would have wanted to be, because the sun's already kind of not as strong at that time. But it was really nice, and the, and there was we found some great food spots, and we kind of keep kept going back to the same ones as you do. You know, when you find something that's like just so delicious, and you keep going back there, and that's kind of how we uh, how we rolled for for four weeks. And then the nightlife, man, the, the, some of the bars are just, they, they just know how to have a good time, L- cut loose, you know, uh, it's not even just the, the guests at a bar, it's the, the people working at the bar just, just know how to have a good time. There's stuff that you don't see here in the Netherlands that you just get in full dose over down there. So Barcelona is a really cool city, uh, lots Lots of, obviously there's, you know, not, not so nice things about it, but for the most part, just lots to love about it. So I'm curious, being in Spain, is there any, if at all, English speaking going on? Is, does anybody sure, really I mean, know? Tons really? of tourism. Yeah, there's oh, loads wow. of tourism. As, a, as someone who's, who speaks fairly decent Spanish, I, I kept trying to speak Spanish. My Spanish is very good, but obviously it's not perfect. And, and so I think people would pick up on the fact that I wasn't wasn't a native speaker and, and so they'd switch to English with me and I would get I would be like stop it I'm trying to do I'm trying to learn I'm trying to practice I'm trying to speak your language Alto. Help me, help, Alto. Help. <laughs> it was it was it was a little frustrating but there were people who 
you know, obviously just like, why would I speak another language when I can speak my own language? And they spoke Spanish with me and I appreciated that. And, and even when people spoke English to me, I would, I would often persist and be like, no, vamos a hablar en español. <laughs> well, okay. So then let's go. Number one, what was the best food you've eaten? I don't think we've gotten that answer out of you yet. What, where was the Oof. best food? What was it? Was it a fish dish? Was no, it, I'm, was it enchiladas? What was it? I'm partial to pizza and I found very good pizza like pizza in mwah, spain very very good yeah it was an italian restaurant in spain oh okay. it's europe man there's all sorts of things yeah okay i didn't really like we ended up making a paella in the last week that i was with my friends which was very 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 good but i didn't have a paella while i was there and i do regret that because i really like paella i had there was a great great burger place but in terms of quality, like really, really good quality food, there was this place that was like a salad bar. They also did meats and stuff, but it was it was like mainly a salad bar. And the quality of the food there, the the flavor combinations was just outstanding. It was delicious, man. And it was a place called Honest Greens. I enjoyed that very, very much. But given the choice, I'd, if you said like pick one that you have to eat for five nights in a row, I'd probably pick the pizza place. It was very, very good pizza. Wow, I am shocked. Well, Why are heads you shocked? Up, everybody, go to Spain for the best pizza? My gosh, man. Well, I'm not saying it's the... I'm saying it's the best that I, best food that I had that while had I was in Spain. Barcelona, maybe, but not the best pizza in the world. Right. Well, it, it would just be surprising if you said that the best thing, the best food coming out of Italy is the the taco cuisines. You know, I, I would, you just... know, I mean, I fair, but I, I also really wanted to have more seafood while I was there. But all the places right, that right, I right. found that that's served seafood were were just a little out of my price price range, considering uh... that I spent a month not working. So, but. But I, I, that, that would have been like, I did end up having, it was a starter at a restaurant and it was like this octopus tentacle. And that was quite good. I've had better, but it was quite good. It was quite good. Not something you'd probably be likely to try. No, no, I, I, I would have. Well, actually, you know what? I might. You know what? I might. Because I do enjoy calamari. Yeah, I, it's it's a leap. It's it's, it's a maybe a leap. one that could be made. Maybe one. It's grilled. It's not fried. So it's yeah. There's there no batter or anything like that. I think I would try it. I think I would. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's go to the low lights. Did you get mugged? Did you did you get deserted in a desert? Did you uh, did you set off to uh, on a trail you blazed to the new world? Did you rig some dice? Tell me. I was. I was very, very consciously aware of getting mugged the entire time that I was there. So, like, you pull out your phone and you, like, cling to it as you're, like, scrolling through whatever you need to read or right. check. Or you're looking at the map and you're holding onto your phone. You're gripping it with two hands. Because uh, we had one of my instructors told the story. He literally pulled out his phone to check check the time or something. And someone zoomed past on a bicycle, snatched it out of his hand. And obviously, he was on foot. He couldn't catch up to the bicycle. And that was it. He lost his phone. It was stolen. So wow. we were warned that pickpockets are, are notorious in Barcelona. So I was very, very careful. No, I didn't get mugged. Um, I don't know. Low lights? I mean, I got, I got a little sick for a time. And there was really? one thing that I really wanted to do that I didn't get the chance to do. And I don't blame myself because it would have been quite a trek and it would have been quite expensive. But I wanted to rent a car and drive up to Andorra, which is its own little micro country. 
to do some hiking because I love hiking, first of all. But also I wanted to check off another country that I've been to off the list. And that would have been an easy one, just like a two-hour drive up from Barcelona. Maybe take some of the people on the course, rent a car together and drive up there, do a little hike. And people were super keen when I brought up the idea. But then obviously every weekend we were hungover or something. As There was other things going on. It just never would have happened. So that's unfortunate. I didn't get the chance to do that. But maybe next time. Maybe next time I'll get to go hiking in Andorra. Out of question, I, I know riding a Vespa is somewhat more associated with Greek and perhaps a little Italy. Italian. Yeah, Italian yeah. more so. But isn't it isn't it also something to be done in uh Spain? Is it I mean there... maybe there there were some, but not it wasn't wasn't, wasn't prevalent or anything like that. No. Okay. No, I, I mean, yeah. Well, as we mentioned in last week's episode, the reason part well, part of the reason why you were gone for so long and and spending so much time in Spain was because because of you taking a course and learning how to become a true mixologist. Yeah, look at that. Oh, look at that form. He could he could <laughs> shake a shake weight for hours with that type of form that you listening right now yeah. could not see. You, you could not see, but I was I was miming shaking a cocktail. Oh, it was it was not perfect. even very very well. You got to really get a good like rotation in there. Yeah, it was making anyway. me thirsty and also wanting a drink, if oh. you know what I mean. All right, oh. but. Oh. But with that, I thought it might be fun just to just to have as a little tag along, David, that why don't we go to the bar, our little powwow bar. It's right over there. I don't know if you can see it, David, but there's a nice little tent over there. And if you open up the back flap. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's you. It's you with a little bow tie. Oh, how, how nice. Here, I am. Here yeah. you are with a pine cone as garnish for each and every drink. All a right. Pine cone. <laughs> yes. It gives it gives it that extra woodiness. <laughs> that little foresty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, autumn. Oh, <laughs> yes. Woodsy cocktails. Yes, yes we absolutely. Love it. And oh my goodness, who's this joining us, David? Why, it's Barack Obama. And he says, uh, <laughs> bartender, hit me up. Give me a nice old drink. What would you give Barack Obama to drink out of the tent flap in the back? bar mm. if you had all access to any and all types of drinks what would you give him and why now i'm torn here because barack obama's you know he's former president of the united states really put together a very clean cut barack and uh you'd imagine he might drink something whiskey based as uh the stereotype is that one would uh one who is a professional and a businessman or a politician might drink but but barack obama as we know grew up in hawaii yes he so did. i think he wants something tropical i think barack obama is gonna want a pina colada that's what, oh. I'm, that's what I'm gonna make maybe i'll add a little twist to it you know uh, something something tropical but uh yeah pineapple coconut what i mean what else would you want Pineapple, pine cone, a lot of pine in that drink. But hey, Barack Obama is going to take a sip of it. Yes, I'm I'll, sure. I'll make him a pina colada, garnished with a pineapple wedge, a cherry, and a pine cone. Absolutely. Just to remind him of Chicago. I don't know if they have pine cones in Chicago. Probably. Probably. Uh, all right. Oh, and who is this coming up next? David. It's our old friend, your favorite. It's Jared Leto. Oh, what are we no. <laughs> 
Now, what on earth are you going to serve Jared Leto, this fine Academy Award winning uh, brethren of yours in the acting community? What are you going to serve him that he's going to have to take a full on drink and gulp of? Okay, now I'm going to, as a, as a, a bartender should have the utmost integrity, would only want to serve any guest something nice. I, I'm making a judgment call here on Jared Leto. I don't know Jared Leto. I've never spoken to him in my life. Never met him. Never even seen him. Uh, I've never well, been on set him. with him or anything. Well, oh, I've seen him in movies, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't really know how he is personally. If he was at a bar, no, like not at a public event or anything. You know, he just comes to my hotel bar or something, and I'm making a drink for him. You know, I don't know what he's like in the in that kind of scenario. But I'm basing this off of his the stories that I've heard about him. He's quite a he thinks very highly of himself, and people who are like that tend to like things that other people don't like. I don't like Negronis. They're too bitter for me. I don't like Campari, but I feel like Jared Leto is kind of snooty enough that he'd like a Negroni, and in case he doesn't like Negronis, I'm not going to feel that bad about it because I'm not a huge fan of Jared Leto. So for him, a Negroni. There we go. And oh my goodness. Barack Obama, Jared Leto, and who else but to end the evening with a little uh with a little nightcap here. I feel like I know where you're going with this. <laughs> Hola, Anna. <laughs> Anna de Armas is joining yeah, us in the powwow the powwow uh, bar. Now, now, David, I As know she what asked you want me. What time I get off later? I was gonna say I know what you want to serve her, but yeah. what are you? What are you going to serve this woman? Oh, that is tough. Now she is. I think she's what she's half Spanish, half Cuban, something like so, that. Yeah, so, yeah, something like that. So I feel like it's got to be you know a reminder of uh, of home, something Cuban, so something rum based. But a mojito's too it's too easy. It's too basic. It's just You need not something quite... with a little flair, a little a yeah. little flambe, a little uh, a little au revoir. Would you say that sex on the beach is too on the nose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sex on the beach would be too on the nose, yeah. Now I'm thinking like a Cuba Libre it seems obvious, but it's so simple and, and it's basically just a rum and coke, which with just extra lime juice. So I'm not, I know I, that seems too, too easy. And a mojito, like I said, too, too easy as well. Although very, very delicious. So maybe that, but I think I'm going to go with something with dark rum and even better spiced rum. So I'm going to take the classic Moscow mule and I'm going to make her a Jamaica mule, which is instead of vodka, you put spiced rum in. And that's one of my favorite drinks. I love the gingeriness of the ginger beer. Uh, I love rum-based drinks, and this is a dark rum, a spiced rum. So it's got a little bit more, uh, a little bit more. I don't know, a little bit more, just a little bit more depth and spiciness to it, and I think she'll appreciate that. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make her a Jamaica mule. I did consider very strongly the mojito, though, and there's obviously many other options with rum but uh yeah that's that i think i think i'm going with the the jamaica mule even though it's not cuban she'll forgive me that does the jamaica mule taste so great that it makes you go oh man that tastes good <laughs> yes yes that, that is exactly how ana de armas will sound after she ah, enjoys her jamaica mule yeah <laughs> all right well ana 
We hope you enjoy that very tasty treat to sip on. Jared Leto, we couldn't care less if you enjoy it. And Barack, cheers, my friend. Let us go to our next portion of the show. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use Sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. Our mini segment this week is Would You, where we ask each other a would you question. Could be a would you rather. Could be just a plain old would you question. Phil, take it away. Would you ever want to become the ruler of any current nation of your choice if, if you would be guaranteed to never find love? No. God, no. I mean, it's already, it's already seems like a, a hard task to rule a nation a lot of pressure, and now you're adding on that I, I won't find love? I mean, <laughs> try to sweeten the deal a little bit. Come on. Well, what if I what mean, if you were to be, uh, instead of uh, King Charles, you were the next king? There's a lot of things that it could be a lifetime no, appointment. I mean, look, I, I never find love or I never have any companionship whatsoever. I said you never find love. So, I mean, okay, you're, all right. well, I mean, you look, still got I, me, I'm not saying I I'm not saying I couldn't live as a bachelor, but it's not what I want. The rest of my life. I would rather find love, to be honest. So I'm going to go with no. No, I would not. David Hoffman, here for the love. I'm here for the love, always. Phil, would you limit yourself to only ever eating four raw ingredients, cooked together or on their own, however you, whatever, four raw ingredients, only those four for the rest of your life, if it meant all of your food would be prepared for you for the rest of your life? Do you understand the question? I do. I do. So essentially what I first thought of was the first ingredient has to be eggs. I just don't know if I could go without it. And then plus it makes a good base for a lot of different foods, actually. So it would be eggs. I think it has to be flour next because allowing myself to make bread out of that or make a cake or something is is too tempting. I mean, for, for bread, you, you're going to need yeast, too, or, or some kind of, yeah. Oh, I guess. So then, therefore, I wouldn't take I wouldn't take. Wa- Let's just say water doesn't count, obviously. So for bread, you would need, you would need flour, yeast, and, yeah, flour and yeast, I think. So then what and I think water, I would do, water what count. I think I would do is I'd take out flour, I'd put in actual bread. If necessary, I can always. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't, that's not a raw ingredient. Bread is not a raw ingredient. I see, I see. Okay. Do you want me to give you five? Do you want five raw ingredients? I don't know. Here's the thing is, I don't know that I you could ever sweeten the pot because the ingredients I choose would be so incredibly fatty and I'd be so satisfied uh, no, with no, myself. No, 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 no. Okay, no. I'll say this. You're allowed to take supplements to 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 get all the vitamin needs that you, you okay. require. I still don't think I would. Even as tempting as that is, as much as I would enjoy somebody cooking and prepping all my meals, I just don't think I would. I I, I would enjoy many uh many things 
uh, that the chef would provide, but I just don't think five is enough of a, of a variety of a diet, even as one as limited in palate as mine. I still do have a variety that I enjoy. And plus, mm. being declined the ability to ever eat a dino nuggy ever again, David? Preposterous. Absolute blasphemy. Never. Well, last week we talked about a queen, and this week we talk about the queen of my world. Welcome <laughs> to the show, my own mother. Hello, mom. Hi. Thank you for having me on today. Well, it's a it's a pleasure having you on here, and uh, and of course we are, I'm sure, all going to be treated to a narrative or story or two uh, yeah. concerning possibly me, maybe you, who knows. <laughs> Of course. It, it could really go any way whenever bringing on my mother, uh, as we all know. Uh, Hoffman, as my mother would be my guest, you get two questions to ask her to get to know either about her or in this very rare case, get to know about me. So uh, take it away. I'm going to pause on that, first of all, because I do want to hear the... Every time we, we have Caprice on, we get a funny Phil story. And I want to uh, start... I want to lead yes. with that. I want to lead with that because... I'm in the mood for okay. <laughs> just something, yeah, a dime. So okay. here we go. I was I was a single parent at the time, and I was picking up Philip from school, from aftercare. And we were walking to the car, and he said, I got in trouble today. And I said, you did? He was not a problem child. So I'm like, what, did, what happened? And he hands me this note from the principal. And on the note, it said, Philip was caught flashing the urinal. I didn't know what to do with that. I'm there thinking, how much is this going to cost me in therapy? Where did I go wrong as a parent? I mean, what the heck? I said, Philip, what happened? And as he's explaining it, I guess the principal had horrible handwriting. He was caught flushing the urinal, not flashing the <laughs> urinal. I was going to say, I think, I think, I think flashing the urinal is an is a uh, an unfortunate or whatever course. consequence yeah. of, of yeah, using a urinal. To be honest, open the jacket and flash the ur urinal or whatever. Like, a, <laughs> right. oh my gosh! So I they just were worried. There was excessive use of the they they were playing around in the bathroom flushing the urinal, and that's what he got caught. I frankly, as a mother of a male child, was thrilled that he was flushing the urinal. So <laughs> that's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. All right, Caprice, my first question. What is a movie that you find to be totally overrated? Oh, a movie I find to be totally... Oh, I do know of one. Everybody loved or loves this movie. I couldn't stand it. It was in high school. And it's Arthur with Dudley Moore and Liza Minnelli. Have, oh, I've uh, seen that. Yes, you, you've have seen. You it? I have never heard of this. Really? You, you so okay, uh, Phil? You uh, did you ever see Arthur with Russell Brand? No, the only Arthur I've ever seen was on PBS. So uh, explain okay, well, to me. Oh, Arthur, Arthur with Arthur. Russell Brand is a remake of uh, the other Arthur that that your mom uh, was referring to. Have you ever been to a party? And oh, you're, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love that joke. He makes a joke about a. Uh, I just don't trust horses. Who can make that type of commitment to a shoe? That's just too much for me, really. I remember that specifically from the commercial, but that's about it. I never saw it. Have you ever been to the party and you're a designated driver and you're the only one sober? It's just not fun uh, being around drunk people sober. So I'm watching this movie and I don't understand what's fun about a drunken millionaire. And the whole moral of the story is he learns that people are more, because he's so rich, is about 
people, it's about people and emotions and your connection with relationships. It's not about material things. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you had to wait till you're what, 40 years old to figure that out. So anyways, I just, I don't get that movie. I don't like it. So you believe in second chances, but only up to the age of like 30. After yes, that, yes. you're done. <laughs> you're too late. You're too late. Okay, Phil, your question. Mom, what was the first concert you went to and what was the first concert I went to? Oh, well, the first concert I went to, I um, I won tickets. It was to Kenny Rogers. Whoa. And, yeah, I know you didn't know that, did you? No. <laughs> oh, and the first concert you went to, Ariana Grande. Oh, well, I was... No, first of all, no, I, we okay. should all be so lucky, but no, <laughs> I, uh, I haven't uh, seen Ariana in person yet, yet she oh, doesn't know. Uh, we, yeah, I've been trying to uh, make a moment where it's one of those, oh, love at first sight types of things. Yes, yes. Uh, so a concert wouldn't be appropriate. But yeah, I uh, no, I, I, I would have thought that you would have gone with Barney. I thought that that was my first concert. Oh, is I that don't a think concert? anyone considers that a real concert, Thank Phil. You. I Thank wanted you, to go to that. Yeah. Let me tell you, I was rocking in the aisle. I do remember that. It, that was a concert that I would consider it. But he uh, loved but it, Barney. Oh, he, his room was Barney. Yeah, but my first. So I've uh, heard. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the bed sheets. Uh, but no, uh, the uh, the first concert I guess that I would have gone to that could be considered it because I myself purchased it and not my loving grandmother purchasing the tickets <laughs> for me at a concert. The first concert I went to was for Walk the Moon. That would be the, uh, ah. I, I, I don't know if my mom would know that one, but it's the song no. where they go. Uh, I can make your hand. Oh, no, wait, that fits in the tantrums. They're the ones who are, yeah. shut up and dance with me. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I do know them. So anyways, that would be my first concert that I paid for and didn't bounce and dance around in with a diaper. So go ahead, David. <laughs> okay, my my last question. Have you ever deliberately smashed a plate or glass or anything like that? And what was the reason? Oh, wow. Uh Yes. When I got married, my husband had a few things from his first marriage. Oh. <laughs> so there was a set I didn't like. So I accidentally, quote unquote, dropped a stack of dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want that on oh. air, but okay, here we go. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, long past. Yeah. Long past. Uh, if, it was, uh, if it was more than five years ago, you're beyond the second chance anyway. Yes, 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 that's right. Statute of limitations, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, David. Well, my mother is my guest, which means it is your game. It is my what game. What game are we in for today? And somehow connected to the theme, I thought we're pairing things, one thing relating to another. And I thought we would do a matching game. So there will be two lists of five things, and you guys will have to match them up, A to A and B to B, and see which one's are the perfect pair. So, Caprice, would you... It's fairly simple. So, would you rather face against uh, Philip or myself first? I'll face against Philip first. Okay. So, I'm going to give you the lists. I'll give you the first list, which is a list of countries, essentially. Ooh. One of which is is kind of a specific aspect or a specific culture within a country. And okay. then... The second list, which you're going to have to match these two, is certain cultural practices relating to eating food. Oh my! Okay. Uh, which are which are maybe a little bit 
niche or unique or not familiar to most Americans, let's say. Okay. So I'm going to give you the country. You're going to have to match it to whatever practice is, is common or whatever from that country. So okay. first of all, the countries. Number one, and this is the specific culture within the country, is Canadian Inuit cultures, right? Number two, France. Number three, Georgia, the country, not the state. <laughs> number four, India. And number five, Portugal. Now, just to uh, Phil, I, I mean, no offense, but do you want to clarify anything about where these countries are region-wise or? Where, where's Georgia? Is that Middle East? Georgia is, well, it's kind of sandwiched in between Russia and the Middle East. Okay, so, okay. So it's, it's Slavic-y, but it's kind of also... More Tur sausages, less llama. Got it. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it's like. It is... Uh, no, I can't reveal that. All right. All right. The second... Are you guys ready for the second list? Yes. Any other clarifying questions? I'm good. Mom, do you know where France is? It's a really <laughs> lovely place. Somewhat. Yes, I'm somewhat familiar yeah. with it. Thank you, son. Okay. I do not mean to be patronizing. <laughs> no, you're not. You're okay. not. <laughs> the second list. Don't ever ask for salt or pepper if it's not already on the table for you. And this can be construed. This can be taken to mean that the food isn't already perfect. How could you possibly want to add Ooh. something to it? So okay. don't ever ask for salt or pepper if it's not already on the table for you in this country. Number two, fart after your meal. Because this is a sign that you somehow enjoyed the meal so much that you need to fart. And is considered a compliment. Number three, don't eat with your left hand. Number four, it's rude to sip wine. Generally, what you're supposed to do is wine in this place is served in smaller glasses and you're supposed to drink it all in one swig. And I, I believe only when you're toasting. So you're not supposed to sip it as you eat your meal. And number five, don't offer to split the bill. In this place, it's considered completely, completely disgustingly poor etiquette to talk about money in any fashion over a meal. So once again, we have... Uh, Canadian Inuit cultures, France, Georgia, India, Portugal. And then we have don't ask for salt or pepper unless it's already there. Fart after your meal. Don't eat with your left hand. It's rude to sip wine and don't offer to split the bill. Well, David, I think I'll go <sighs> first. And since I think it's almost impossible for the for the uh, average Joe to kind of copy and paste, and maybe I'll... Maybe I'll uh, inspire my mother to change an answer or two, but I'll go first uh, since uh, since we'll just do it in one fell swoop here. For uh, the region of Ca Canadian Inuit, I will go with that they don't offer to split the bill. That feels very Canadian to be nice and assume that you're taking the bill as a whole. So that's where I went there. France, why the hell are you sipping wine? You're going to drink the entire jug or gallon or something. That's where I'm going with France. That's what they want to do. Georgia, it was honestly my last choice. I didn't have any reason or rationale, but I'm going to say that they have no salt or pepper uh, uh, requested, that that would be very insulting of them to, uh, to, to do that. So uh, India, listen. Listen, listen, listen. I've cleaned a few of those Indian uh, 
Bollywood films and movie theaters after a couple of Indian showings. And trust me, they are not afraid of the smell, man. And that has nothing to do with it. They are just very, they must enjoy, like I think it's compliments to the chef with the farts after, which I, I can appreciate if it's a good, good enough thing. So I'm going to go fart after for the Indian culture. And then last one, Portugal. Don't eat with the left. Portugal, if I'm, I, I know a lot of those Hispanic uh, cultures have deep-rooted Catholic heritages, heritages, <laughs> I don't know what the word is. And I know that in Catholic culture, left-handedness can be a bit taboo. So that's why I'm saying don't eat with left hand. That's that's my whole rationale there. Uh, mother, did we connect on any of those ourselves or are you completely opposite on all of them? We were the same on Canadian and France. Oh, okay. So where did where did we differ here with Georgia? Where did you go with Georgia? Uh, Georgia, I had no idea. So I just assumed they think it's appropriate to fart after a meal which is disgusting. But, and then for India, I had don't eat with your left hand and Portugal. I put down, don't ever ask for salt and pepper. Sounds good enough. So David, our first two uh, results are sealed. What did we get for the first two? Your first two. Okay. Are both wrong. <laughs> Ooh, oh no. After a bad choice. <laughs> right. So starting off with Canadian Inuit cultures, uh-huh. It is considered a sign that you enjoyed your meal if you fart after the meal. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you'll start to piece together where you got other ones wrong yeah. as I keep going down the list here. In France, you best not ever discuss any money matters or offer to split the bill. Somebody better offer to pay and that person is has paid and that's it. You don't offer to split the bill in France. And then we have Georgia. Georgia is actually where wine supposedly originated supposedly where wine was invented i i'm maybe that's a maybe it's like a 90 percent sure thing but so supposedly wine comes from georgia originally thousands of years ago and uh, you you do not sip wine in georgia you drink it out of smaller smallish glasses and you drink one big gulp of it hmm. so both wrong on that one as well now we, we get down to we have two chances here, here mom one of us <laughs> may go. have it or not in india <laughs> phil you said in india to fart well you're wrong obviously i'm already wrong that. there right in india you do not eat with your left hand caprice you are one. correct about yeah. that they do basically your right hand is seen you you eat with your right hand you do all pure things with your right hand your mm -hmm. left hand is only for wiping wiping t tidying up that kind of thing so you do not eat with your left hand and then in portugal you do not ask for salt and pepper unless it's already on the table so yes another point for you caprice it is two to zero a win yes against um, philip wow. tremendous uh, yes well, geographical knowledge did always skip a generation. I'm sure Beth would fare <laughs> much better, uh, as yes, people may or may not know. Beth, my younger sister, one of my younger sisters. Mm -hmm. uh, but two to zero, mom, congratulations. I'm sure thank that uh, we can both celebrate in a hearty fart after dinner tonight. No, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, and with that- hey, Sometimes it's inevitable, I gotta be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely, all right. David, it is your time. Now be respectful, David. Be respectful mm. when you yes. when you face off against my mother. And uh, let's go here. Guys, my game is uh, going to be 
inspired, let's say, off of something that my mom has recently got into. Uh, we are going to find items on eBay together Yay. here. And we will match them to the prices mm. listed in the second column. So for the first wow. item, I will go in an alphabetical column. They are in fairly general price points. So let's see if we can uh, delineate. It's not going to be $11.99, $12.99, $13.99. It'll be a little more spaced out than that. So here okay. we go. In alphabetical order, mm -hmm. a best office gaming office chair with lumbar support. And guys, that's in the white color. Enjoy that. Next one will be a Funko Pop, Queen Elizabeth II, and Corgi doll. Next would be a 2018 Generation Next Josh Allen promo rookie card in mint condition in a Buffalo Bills jersey. So for you, mother, that would be an NFL quarterback rookie card. Okay. And a jersey? Uh, no, just no. in a Buffalo Bills jersey. So it's just the okay. card. Just the card. Okay. Good clarification. Next one. We're going to go to some clothing here. Some Jordan 3's OG Fire Red 2022. Jordan 3's OG Fire Red 2022. And last, to give the advantage back to my mom, as we already went to the Josh Allen rookie card, let's go and give my mom a little bit of, a, of an advantage here. The Martha Stewart Long Handle Still Garden Hedge Shears with Nonstick Blades. Now that we have that column completely filled out, let's go to the prices here, guys. Unless, Mom, did you have a clarification necessary here? Yes. Are these all pre-owned or brand new? Uh, mm. the, Makes a huge I difference. I believe these are the brand new, actually. I believe these so are brand new. The only the one... price of the queen before or after she died? That would be today. All these are fresh oh, okay. from today, of, okay. as of this recording. The only one that is used, I believe as it needed to be evaluated, is the Josh Allen promo rookie card, okay, which would be the NFL quarterback rookie card. Okay. All right. Next one. Next column, and we will get into the prices here. $3.50. Next price. $11.99. $11.99. Next price point would be $19.99. Second to last price would be $105.99. And lastly, $220. So we got a chair, a Funko Pop of Queen Elizabeth II with a Corgi, a Josh Allen NFL quarterback rookie card, some fresh Jordans, and some shears. What is the some fresh Jordan fire red? What is that? Those are sneakers. Oh. All right, guys. What? So who wants to go first? Mom? I can go first. It's so hard because it, the prices are crazy all over eBay. I went with the office chair being $19.99. Okay. I went with the Funko Queen being $220. The Josh Allen, $11.99. Martha Stewart at $3.50. The Garden Shears. And the Jordans at $105.99. Okay. They were selling the eBay band the other day. They were selling, um, people had wristbands to get in to see the queen view her in state. And they were going for as high as like $450. And eBay banned it from sellers selling that. I didn't quite agree with that. but And so the queen was very, very popular. I don't know if the Funko is really popular, but that's why I went with 
the way I did. All right. Sounds good. David, how close were you to that list? I do have at least one similarity. Okay. I, I went with the gaming chair. I thought, I, I don't know. I imagined it I being a fancy office chair. I chose 220 for that one. Okay. Funko Pop, I, I chose 1199. I don't know if that's standard or not. Now, I would have assumed that the Josh Allen rookie card would have been really expensive. Or like, I don't know how rare these things are, or if they're collector's items. But when you gave me all the prices, I just thought, I guess it, maybe it's super cheap. So I, I chose 350 for the Josh Allen card. The Jordan 3s, this is the one I had as the same, being 105 99 Yeah. And then the Martha Stewart Shears, I chose $19.99. So let's start with the, the first one that you guys have both the same. You guys both had the Jordans at the same price point. Guys, the actual retail price was $220, our oh, most yeah. expensive wow. item, especially being 2022. Mom, if you ever find Jordan out on those shoes <laughs> yeah. out there, you make yeah. sure to buy them. That is a good I brand. Will. Let's start. Let's go back to being alphabetical here, guys. Best office gaming chair with lumbar support and being the white variety is at $105.99. You are correct on the uh, thought process there, David, that it was expensive, but just not quite that expensive. Next, we go to the Funko Pop Queen Elizabeth II and Corgi Doll. Guys, that's at $19.99. Yes, the queen is a bit overvalued, but not too out of, out of bounds. Next, we'll go to the Martha Stewart Garden Shears. Not nineteen ninety nine, obviously, David. So it has to be eleven ninety nine, which means wow. that David oh, wow. is our winner with a score of one. Wait, and so the Josh Allen card is three fifty. Is three dollars and fifty cents? Is that is the I last one? Turn on. Yes, it was super expensive or super cheap, and he got yeah. it at three dollars and fifty cents. Maybe a steal if you're looking out there at eBay and want to go buy something, <laughs> David. One to zero. It was a close. It was a close knit <laughs> battle there. Uh, what? Any any victorious words to to reign over my mother? Absolutely not. That's the the consequence of the matching game is that yes. you either you either yeah. get you could get them all right, but if you get one wrong, you have to down. get a second wrong, yeah. and if yes. you get another one wrong, you've yes. got a fourth one wrong. So it, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It's tough. It is a worthy opponent, or yeah. maybe neither of us were truly worthy of anything in this. Yeah. But but it's over now, so let's move on. Okay. All right, well, thank you for joining us, Mother. Appreciate it, and I'm sure I'll see you for dinner. Oh, please, <laughs> yeah. Not if you're going to do that. <laughs> My compliments to the chef. All right, yeah. Bye, Mom. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, Caprice. Okay. Thank you. And with that victory, David gets to even with a 12 and 12 record, while my loss drops me back down to 11 and 13. Gosh dang it! Bah! Bah, bah! Always love that slaps. It's the part of the show where we bring you the best parts of me, of uh, really. Of Anything. me? Is that what you're about to say? I'm going to go media, but it wasn't uh, media. Media, so I, okay. No. The best yeah, although, parts of me. <laughs> Enjoy! No, no, it is the best parts of entertainment that we find in our lives the week of the episode, whether that be sounds, whether that be movies, whether that even be games. We've had that before. So, I'll start us off thematically going along with what we've done this entire episode. How could I not? 
How could I not love Bartender by T-Pain? It's too good. We love ourselves a little T-Pain. And, uh, and you know what? That slaps. Phil, I know you love a theme. What would you, what would you say if I were to tell you that this song would be on theme no matter what week I brought it? I would say, is there a Pinecone song that I'm unaware of? No, I'm saying this would be on theme any week. Well, Pinecones or not. This song is by Nils Hoffman. Not ah. only does this person share a last name with me, but it is spelt the same way. Double the F, double the double N, the just N. like my name. The song is called About You by Nils Hoffman and Malou. And Phil, I uh, it's Nils Hoffman, comma, Malou. I suppose maybe it's featuring Malou on some platforms. But Phil, this song is, is quite quite good. I think you, sh- you huh? should, should listen to it. It... it it slaps, you might say. Before we head out of the entire campsite, we do have a couple of thank yous to get to. First of all, to Cass and Crossland and to Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on the show we couldn't do without you guys. Thank you to Tara Amstutz, Josh Hans, and Ryan Ardell for their wonderful contributions to the show. Guys, this show would not be possible without you, and we appreciate you every single week. But also, the other person we appreciate every single week is you. Yes, you, the listener, right now listening to us. We appreciate you coming back for more each and every week with what we have to say, what we have to do, and what we have been doing. Without you, it wouldn't be possible, so thank you. Make sure that you listen to us on all your platforms that you uh, listen to any of your favorite podcasts on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, even Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere except for Pandora. You know why? Because screw your Pandora. Once the male bear has finished snacking on the salmon, he will often give off a very loud, very smelly fart to show his satisfaction. Mm -hmm.